conspiracy, what do you believe? Welcome back to another fascinating episode of Conspiracies, What Do You Believe? We are thrilled that you are here and that you enjoy this episode like all the others before it. We'll keep this short and get to the next episode. This is episode 12, Opus Dei. Opus Dei is an organization of the Catholic Church. It was created by St. Jose Maria Estuva under divine inspiration in 1928 in Spain. He was a priest trained in the law, and Opus Dei was approved by the Pope. As of 2016, there were 94,776 members in 66 countries. It was known as the Prelature of the Holy Cross and Opus Dei. Opus Dei has always been subject to controversies. Controversies started around the time it was organized. Father Vladimir Ledov. Chovsky, who was the superior general of the Society of Jesus. He told the Vatican that he considered Opus Dei very dangerous for Spain's church. He said it was of bad character and saw it as trying to dominate the world by a form of Christian masonry. He is not the only one. Throughout history there have been many controversies from highly regarded clergy. This could be where some of the accusations today come from. Society of Jesus was one of the original critics. The Society of Jesus are called Jesuits and are a men's religious group of the Catholic Church. In the 1950s, the Jesuits, along with other sectors, said that the Opus Dei supported fascism. Fascism is one part, one party dictatorship. Opus Dei are accused of the practice of mortification, especially after the Da Vinci Code. Mortification is defined by the Merriam Webster as the subjection and denial of the bodily passions and appetites by abstinence or self infliction of pain or discomfort. A statement from the Prelature of the Opus Dei said that they never have been required to practice corporal mortification. They practice mortification by the Silas. They do this two hours a day, every day. As Silas is a spike garter warm for penitence. Some say that Opus Dei uses cult-like practices. An example would be love bombing. This is where they try to influence someone by showing the person kindness, affection, and attention. They keep information secret. In their 1950 constitution, members are forbidden to tell of their membership without permission from their superiors. They are not allowed to tell how many members there are. There are not a lot of their rules that are made public. In their constitution it says anything pertaining to instruction and their government are never to be made public. Things written in Latin are not allowed to be translated in other languages. Nothing about their finances are made public. Well, other secret societies keep everything secret too. That's why they're a secret society. Right. But then they're trying to say... This is a secret society because they won't give out any information. I can see that. But it's also supposed to be an organization of the Catholic Church. Some people see the Catholic Church as a 
secret society. Okay. Supporters of Opus Dei say they are not secretive, only private. They say critics misunderstand Opus Dei. They say they have an obligation to respect members' privacy. Okay, so they're not secretive, this private. Well, it's but just that's still... private, still secretive. You're not allowing outsiders to know your, what you're doing on the inside or what your rules are or what your plans are. Uh, the guys are like this. Women are treated equal with men but are separated from the men. The women come over to the men's housings and cook for them and leave with no interaction with the men. <laughs> Support. So how are they equal? When they're doing their duty. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, supporters also say you cannot rely on what former members say because they are predisposed to bias. They have a personal motivation to vindicate themselves and regain self-esteem. But, I mean, that that's thinking... They? Well, no, I mean, any anybody that's in any secret society or cult or anything is going to say that about members who either got out or escaped. I mean, they're, oh, you can't live, listen to them because they're just out to destroy us. Well, if they had to, you know, escape or whatever, then why, why would they have to lie about it? Yeah, but aren't you more... Inclined to be believe somebody that got out of a cult? Uh, yes and no. Like, I mean, what if the cult was actually uh, really trying to do good and they just didn't like it and they got out and now they want to, you know, say bad stuff about it, even though they might have been doing good? You don't know. But they have more than just a no. Few I know there's people a say bunch, that. But I mean, there's a lot of people that say there's people they that were... do say that about Freemasonry. Yeah. I mean, and all these other ones. So it's really hard to tell. Opus Dei describes themselves as a personal prelature of the Catholic Church that helps people seek holiness in their work and ordinary activities. From bbc.co.uk, BBC Religions, Christianity, Opus Dei. That's where we got the information from, that quote. Other supporters say the founder of Opus Dei was a saint. They teach what the Catholic Church teaches. They have excellent spiritual direction and are faithful to the Founder's work. They help members pray, go to the sacraments, read good spiritual books, follow the advice of their spiritual director, do their daily work, and sanctify themselves and others. But my thing is, that to me that does sound more like a cult because they're watching your every step and you can do. they're helping you do what they want you to do. Yeah. Like, you're reading only quote-unquote good saintly books I mean who determines what's exactly good. and I mean and if you want to know like say if you want to know how to like this is the only way I can explain it if you want to know how to stop a hacker the best way to protect yourself is learn how to hack so what you want to learn what they're saying against you in order to see how true you are yeah, but how are you going to learn anything if they keep everything secret? And you can't do nothing, and, pro and you probably can't ask questions that doesn't pertain to it, and they're going to say, you know, it's part of the devil or something. Yeah. So that's my problem with that, especially like if you're in a group and you have to have somebody watching you, your every step, that's not, to me, it doesn't seem right. Allegedly, they kidnapped babies and sold them during the Spanish Civil War and after. This has never been proven, it's just more hearsay, but again, right. it's what you want to believe. Sharon Clausen was a former Opus Dei numerary who wrote how Opus Dei is cult-like. What she wrote about was compared to Steve Hassan's 
B-I-T-E of mind control. B is for behavior, I, information, T, thought, E, emotion. And from this opus day, they seem like a cult. There are personal experiences of Sharon Clausen, who was a supernumerary for three years and a numerary for two years. She lived in Brimfield in the U.S. at the Center of Studies for Women. She spent two years there for intense studies for women. And there are other, other members say that what all was going on in there too. It's just not her. Alright, we'll look at uh, what to be the behavior control. Opus Dei controls almost all aspects of numeraries physical reality. They live in centers with other numeraries which cult secret societies type. They all stay together, you know. yeah. I mean, when I read that, I think of Jim Jones and the, was it the what people or how I can't remember. Oh, crap. Uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Not allowed to associate with former members or critics of Opus Dei unless they are trying to get them back into the group. So, so that's still like cult Yeah, level. like, oh, they don't know what they're talking about, so don't, don't, you're not allowed talking to them. Yeah. They must have a list of 15 people to recruit. If you spend time with someone who has no potential of being a member, it's seen as a waste of time. So, Basically, you're supposed to know right away if this person is willing to be a member or not, and if not, you just blow them off. Yeah. They shop for clothes with the center's director. They cannot keep gifts from members' family. Okay, that's just it's, weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hair. Huh? Go ahead. Their hairstyles have to be simple. That's because they only have a half an hour to get ready to go to mass in the mornings, and they cannot have wet hair. If they have wet hair, they get a fraternal correction. Meals are eaten with others at the center. They have no input in meal planning or grocery shopping. They have to eat what they are given. So, I mean, they're controlling what you eat, too. Well, they control what you wear, what you, what you eat, eat, where you, you live. Read, how yeah. you spend your time. They have to account for all the money they spend. So, buying food or drink is discouraged. And females sleep on boards on top of mattresses. It's usually cold and... One night a week, they cannot use a pillow. So, what is that supposed to? That's probably some discomfort. I, you know, okay. I don't know. Once a month, they do an all-night vigil. All this is sleep deprivation. Yeah, I can see that. So that's how I mean, you keep them, keep them wore out. You can control them. control them, or you can get them to believe what you believe, or think how you want them to think. If you are a member for more than five years, you have to surrender your inheritance. Wow. Okay. So that's like your personal money you come in with? Or you have property. to give everything. Like uh, Jim Jones is yeah. called. People's he, Temple. That's yeah, what it is. they so, took. I mean, you had to give all the money you had and all your that. Your property, stuff. everything, yeah. to sell all. Uh, they have to surrender all their finances. They're not allowed to have a bank account and no credit cards. And the assistant director pays all numeraries bills, and once a week they get a personal ex expense money, which is right, not nothing. It's like next to nothing. There is little time for vacations, entertainment, or leisure time. These are seen as a waste of time. So if they keep you busy, you, you your minds want to stick to what they want you to know, so you ain't. But you're not going to be thinking about. What if they're doing this wrong? Yeah, you know, like, stuff. you know, why are they doing this? So they keep you busy so you, your mind doesn't go to that. Yeah. Once a month, numeraries are told to go have fun. If they go to the beach, the females are not allowed to lie down. 
They have to cover up their swimsuits unless they are in the water. This is so no one will see the marks from the Cillus. The Cillus is spike chains that is worn around the thigh. When they go to places, they can only talk about the founder or his miracles. So, wow. I mean, if it's a part of the Catholic Church or associated with it, wouldn't the miracles you talk about be from Jesus? You would think. Not. Not some. I don't know. That's just weird. And they have a, to fulfill the plan of life. Okay, so daily they have to go to Mass spiritual reading, they have one hour of meditation, they have to do the rosary, and they have group prayer. Weekly they have to go to confessions, they have to talk with their director, and they do the circle, which is an indoctrination class. What's an indoctrination class? Teaching them what they believe, the belief uh, of okay. the organization. And then monthly they have a day of recollection, and then yearly they have to have a five-day silent retreat, and then they do a three-week course. They have to live at the center of studies for two years. There are no discussions at classes, the circle, retreats, or days of recollection. They are not allowed to take notes. They have to accept the teachings without question. So if you have a question, you'll get in trouble. Yeah, so you're, you're supposed to follow without question. You're like basically following blindly. Wow. They're told where to live, what job to get, and what schools to go to. They have to obey their supervisors without questions. Wow. You can't have a mind of your own. No, that, that's, a, that's a full-blown thing of a cult. They wow. have to surrender themselves to Opus Dei. They are not allowed individualism. They look at that as self selfishness. They can have brief meetings with their families with a chaperone. What was that other cult that the person couldn't go by themselves anywhere? They always had to have two. I can't remember what the cult was. Oh, goodness. But I remember some, reading somewhere about that cult that you could never be alone. You always had to have somebody with you. None of the Mormons, their missionaries have to be in twos. I can't remember. There's so many of them that it's just hard to, it's hard to tell. But anyways, they cannot talk to the opposite sex alone if females are not allowed to hold babies. Why wouldn't you be able to hold a baby? Because it'll make, make them want one themselves. Ah, okay. okay. Opus Dei controls numeraries, personal friendships. So you're told who you can be friends with and who not. Yeah. And most likely you're only going to be able to be friends with people in Opus Dei and nobody on the outside. Members live in a single or triple room to discourage members getting too close or talking about their doubts. So you have to go in groups of just one person or Either a group by of yourself three. or three. Wow. They take cold showers and remain celibate. After you take a cold shower, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> okay, I is for information control. Opus Dei withholds information. They justify this by saying when a person gets married, they don't know everything about their spouse. Now that's just weird. And they distort information. They only give out what they want people to know. Okay. So that's being secretive. Mm -hmm. They tell the numeraries to be slow in revealing intimate details. There is minimum access to non-Opus Dei materials. So they're just trying to stop you from reading anything. Yeah, sounds like it. Just whatever they approve. Mm -hmm. 
All reading lists has to be approved by the director, even college material. So they know better than the people who write the college books. Well, it sounds like they're saying. All reading material also needs approved. TV and radio is strictly limited. Wow. See, might as well not even have a TV or a radio. Might as well not. All mail is read by the director, coming and going, so there's no privacy whatsoever. So if they don't like the letter you wrote, they're not going to send it? No. Or something you receive? wonder if they even tell you that, hey, uh, yeah, we didn't like your letter, so we didn't send it. If you do it again, you're in trouble. Either that, it may be a member wrote to their family, and then they don't get a reply from their family. They're going to think their family don't like them, not that the person stopped them out. Yeah. Critical information that numeraries here is played down. The credibility of the information is attacked. So if somebody says at work and they hear something bad about this and they go tell the whoever they have to talk to, they're going to say, no, no, that person's wrong. This is how it is. Mm-hmm. They keep members busy so they don't have time to think. I mean, that's the best thing to do. If you don't give them any free time, they're not going to start thinking or second-guessing their choices of being there. Information varies at different levels. The books and the Constitution are locked away, and there are higher levels that have secret codes. So the higher up you are, the more information you have. Yeah. Opus Dei has their own newspaper. All material is in Spanish, and they own publishing companies around the world. So you're going to have to know Spanish to read anything the they publish. You know, instead of going by somebody else's translation, say, oh, this is evil because of this, learn the Spanish and you can read it for yourself. Okay, next is key, thought control. They break down individuals and make them obey. Numeraries begin to think and act the same after all they are put through. They believe everything Opus Dei tells them. They literally become puppets. And they're the Opus Dei puppets. Yep. Opus Dei tells numeraries not to tell outsiders anything because they wouldn't understand. So that's still controlling that that's person. That's controlling, but there's many occult and secret societies that basically say the same thing. Why, why talk to them? They're not going to understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Numeraries are made to pray specific prayers throughout the day, and they have to recite the prayer cards of the founders. So the only prayer cards they have is what the founder writes or... That's the way I take it. I mean, he wants you to praise him. The numeraries have to meditate 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes in the afternoon, and on special occasions. They also have to pray the rosary 20 minutes a day after Mass and during silence. So, they're really keeping them busy. Oh, yeah. They speak Latin, Mass is in Latin, many prayers are in Latin, and they greet each other in Latin. So if you're a new member and never even learned Latin or let alone a second language, I wonder if they give you a crash course in it. Either that's the way they control you. I mean, it could be they're telling you on Latin. Yeah. Okay, E, emotional control. After training, members are like robots. Opus Dei is perfect. Members are the defective ones. They have to strive for perfection or lose their identity. So, Hmm. humans are evil and Opus Dei is the only good thing. I guess so. If a member starts questioning, that member is sent to an Opus Dei doctor who meditates with that person heavily. So basically, if you question them, they're gonna you're gonna be forced to pray with this doctor until you basically done questioning. They're gonna 
They're going to pray it out of you. <laughs> Emotions for their family members are replaced by Opus Day, so they the members completely detach themselves from their families and they only have emotional attachment to Opus Day. Is what I'm gathering. Exactly. And they also cannot associate with their past and no matter what they did. I mean I know some people kinda of wish they could forget their past and stuff, so if you want to forget it, go to Opus Day. Yeah, okay. Alrighty. They try to recruit the rich and they don't concern themselves with the poor. So in other words, they're just in for the money. Yep. They, if you're poor, they don't have no interest in you. If you're rich, they sure as hell want you because you're going to support them. Yay. Opus Day plants fear into the members' minds to keep them from leaving. They tell the members there is a hell. And if they leave this group, that is where they would go. But so they're going to scare... Scare you to stay. Scare straight. Or scare what, straight. What's that program? Scare straight. Scare straight, yep. They're going to scare you straight into staying. But uh, many other religious religions and groups tell the same thing. There's a hell or whatever you want to call it. And if you don't follow our teachings, that's where you're going to go. All right. Well, there are good things said about the Opus Dei, and then there are bad things, which there's always good and bad about anything. So you have to decide what you want to believe. Do you believe the organization, or do you believe a former member? Which one would you believe? That again, I would have to do a little bit more in-depth research if I was planning on joining. Just like I do with anything I want to join, I always go in-depth on it, so I look at the good and the bad on everything, so I couldn't really say right now. But if this group keeps everything secret, how are you going to know the good and the bad? Well, you're, you're necessarily not going to know all the good that they can offer you or know the bad or what you're going to get yourself into, so it's more going to be a, a leap of faith, I guess. But I would still do some research on what's out there, good or bad. Alright, that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we had doing it. And with all that, what do you believe?